Blog Talk Radio. Well, today, everybody's going through something. What you need to do is talk to the Lord and tell him this. Lord, I need a blessing from you that I don't know what to do. Well, right now, if 
unto thee. Let mercy and, and truth forsake, forsake thee and bind them about your neck and write them upon the uh, uh, tables of thine heart. A lot of times when we need a blessing from God, amen, we got to remember that we got to be in the right standards to get these blessings from God. A lot of times we have to be ones that don't kept his commandments, ones that belong to him, amen, and it's a part of his family. And not only that, but we got to be one, amen, that bear the Lord a little bit, amen. And, and, and that, that causes us not to just do anything or say anything. Amen. Not letting us be a fool, amen, of ourselves. Amen. Praise God. But when standing in need of a blessing, amen, we, we have to uh, come to an understanding that uh, if we lean and depend on God, he will bring us out and, and give us that blessing that we stand in need of. A lot of times when we stand in need of a blessing, uh, uh, we don't know exactly what to say or what to do. But oftentimes when we don't know what to say and what to do, a lot of times we have to go back and we have to check the scriptures and examine the scriptures that we can find that which uh, we stand in need of. Anybody stand in need of a blessing this afternoon besides me? Hallelujah. Uh, he said that if we would uh, 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 keep his commandments and bind them around our necks and things, he said, shall we find favor and good understanding in the sight of God? Amen. And of men. Amen. When you stand in the need of a blessing, uh, we got to have that favor of God. We got to have that great understanding in the sight of God. Amen. A lot of times, rather than we have that good that understanding of God by by examining his word and, and by talking with the Lord, a lot of times we'll pick our own way out and we'll try to do our own thing and, and we'll, we'll go by our own thinking. But a lot of times when we do our own thing, things don't work out too good. A lot of times when we trust on our own mind, it don't work out real, real good. Amen. Especially when it comes to making uh, uh, decisions and when it comes to need of a blessing. Amen. We we got to know what to do and who to direct uh, our prayers to. And, oh, you know, a lot of people, you know, they say that I, I don't trust the Lord. Well, I tell you, if you don't trust God, then you definitely ain't going to get nothing from God. Because in order to receive from the Lord, we have to trust and we have to believe. Amen that he's a rewarder to them that diligently seek him. We have to learn to trust him in verse number five. It says, trust in the Lord with all thine heart. In other words, we got to get our hearts fixed. Amen. We got, we got to overcome this thing about doubt. Amen. And we got to keep doubt out and, and we got to let trust in. Amen. Uh, see, it's not hard, uh, too hard for us to trust God if we study God's word. Amen. See, a lot of times folk will go to church on Sundays and they'll carry these real beautiful Bibles and with these real nice covers on them and everything. And then, and, and, you know, they'll pull them out at the time of the Word, amen. And then sometimes they'll look at the Word and they'll read it as the preacher read it or whoever might read the Scripture. But then a lot of times when they leave the house of the Lord, a lot of times they'll get a Bible home and they'll put it in a dark place and they won't think of that book no more until either on Wednesday are easy that they need it again on the next coming Sunday. And if you don't watch it, then they'll run around saying, Lord, what in the world did I do with that Bible of mine? Where in the world did I put it? Grandkids, where did I put that Bible? Amen. See, that's the kind of talk that we talk when we don't study the Bible. But when we study the Bible, amen, 
uh, we can find things. We can find our situation that can strike in our heart on trusting God. Amen. You see, it's not just enough to go to church on Sundays. Amen. But we got to come home and put that book uh, by us, and we got to sit down and read and study that Bible. Amen. And meditate on verse things. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. I mean, I mean you stand in need of a blessing. Amen. You got to know something about God. Amen. That will cause you to be able to trust God. See, a lot of folks, they trust God to lay them down and wake them up, but they don't trust God to carry them through the day. Amen. But when you stand in the need of blessing, you got to learn to trust this man by the name of Jesus Christ. We got to put up not some of our trust, but we got to put all our trust in him. We got to learn to lean and depend on him. And if I depending on him, amen, that needs a blessing this afternoon. Amen. Hallelujah. You see, Sometimes he had men, women, and boys and girls to come up and bless us sometimes, amen, uh, when we stand in need of blessings, amen. But we got to trust this Lord that we serve, amen, and we got to have our hearts fixed right on him. You see, some things can stop you now uh, from getting the blessings that you need. One is trust, amen. The other one is forgiveness. A lot of times we uh, have an unforgiving heart, and an unforgiving heart will stop you from getting that blessing that you need. Amen, praise God. Hallelujah. You see, an unforgiving heart. See, some folk will say that I forgave them, but I can't forget it. Amen. I forgave them, but I can't forget it. Amen. When you can't forget it, then you have not forgiven them. Amen. Hallelujah. we got to learn how to forgive one another, uh, that God, amen, will continue to forgive us of our trespasses, and that when that need that we stand in uh, uh, from the Lord, amen, then he will bless us with it. You see, it says, trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not to thy own understanding. See, our own understanding will really, really mess up a blessing. Hallelujah. Anybody ever tried it, lean into your own understanding, and come to realize that it didn't do nothing but mess up the blessing that God had for you? Amen. Hallelujah. And then look what it goes on to say in verse number six. He said, in all thy ways, acknowledge him. A lot of times we don't acknowledge the Lord. Hallelujah. We got to acknowledge God. See, we have to have a relationship with God wherein that we talk to him uh, throughout the day, just like we talk to our friends and our buddies, amen, but we talk God talk, amen. And a lot of times when we talk to our friends and buddies, we need to talk God talk, amen, uh, uh, that we might. Uh, get this blessing that we need or that we might even help them uh, to, to get the blessing that they stand in need of by just talking, amen, hallelujah. But we got, we got to learn to lean and depend on him. We got to learn to trust him in all that we do. We got to acknowledge him in all of our ways, amen. I, I mean, you know, anything that you want to get done, amen, anything that you stand in need of, you got to acknowledge the Lord about it. And if we acknowledge him, amen, he will come to our rescue. He said he'll keep no good thing from his children. Amen. And we are his children uh, and the sheep of his pastor. Amen. You, we just got to learn how to hold on to him and acknowledge him in all that we do. And it says that he shall, when we acknowledge him, he shall direct our path. Amen. See, it's so easy to get off the path. Amen. It's very, very easy to get off the path. Uh, these old tongues that we got can get us off the path and get us off the path real, real quickly. The Bible says every time that we open our mouths, if we don't watch it, we'll stare ourselves against God. Amen. We got to watch these tongues that we got. We got to help these tongues to, to speak blessings and not curses. Amen. You see, sometimes we'll try to pass curses on to somebody else and think that God's going to bless us, but God is not going to bless us 
amen, if we don't have the trust in him, if we don't have our forgiveness right, amen, God is not going to bless us, amen. But when we got these things in order and we trust in him, he'll direct our path, hallelujah. It says, be not wise in thine own eyes. See, sometimes we try to be wise, amen, but we got we, 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 we got to come to be wise in the eyes of the Lord. And to be wise in the eyes of the Lord, we got to know something about this God that we serve. And we serve a mighty, 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 mighty good God. Amen. He's there for every beck and call that we might have. Amen. He says, the fear of the Lord. Amen. And depart from evil. Amen. Because sometimes people want a blessing from God. Amen. But they're putting curses on, speaking curses against somebody else. Amen. And it's not going to work for us. Amen. In order for this thing to work for us when we need a blessing, we got to make sure that we are on that straight and narrow path, that we are in the right standards with God. Amen. It, it says, it goes on to say, and it, it shall be, uh, it shall be help to thy neighbor and marrow to thy bones. Amen. It's, it's something about it. Amen. But the trust in God, amen. If we trust him, amen, he'll bring us through, he'll work things back for us, no matter what it is. If you think that all we got to do is learn how to lean and depend on him, lean on, on Jehovah uh, Rapha, you see, he'll, he'll bless us, he'll heal us, he'll deliver us. That's his name, y'all, Jehovah Rapha, uh, the God of blessings, amen, the God of, of, of healing, amen. Uh, that's that's exactly who he is, amen. Y'all know who he is. His name is Jesus, amen, amen. But they call him Jehovah Rapha when we stand in need, uh, amen, of a healing. I don't know about you, but I stand in the need of a healing. I know that God heals, amen, because he healed me one day, sitting down in a chair, in a wheelchair, and couldn't no, in no wise get up, amen, and stand up because of the two prosthetics that I wear. But one day I, 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 I began to pray and talk to God about standing up, amen. And I heard a voice come into my heart and say, John, stand up, get up out of that wheelchair. And I began to get up out of that wheelchair. And he said, get up and walk. And I, I reached out my hand, and I believed that he held me by my hand. I said, Lord, if you would just hold my hand, I'll get up and I'll walk with you, Lord. And, and I got up out of that wheelchair, and I began to walk, amen. And I've been walking ever since. I tell you, you got to learn. We got to learn to trust God. Amen. When we need a blessing, we got to learn to trust Him. We got to learn to de- depend on Him. Amen. We got to make Him first in everything that we do. Make Him first in everything that we say. I mean, if we just trust God, if we just depend on Him, He'll bring us out with flying colors. Anybody tried the Lord lately? I mean, if you try Him, He'll truthfully come through. Amen. I know He will. And then it goes on to say, Honor the Lord. With with that substance, a lot of times we can't get our blessing because that we stand in need of, because we're holding back from God, we're taking away from God. Amen. We won't trust Him with our subject. Amen. The same God that blessed us with Him, we're holding back from Him, and we're saying, "Ain't no way in the world I can give God this amount of money." Amen. But the same God bless you with the amount of money that you have. Amen. Ain't no way in the world I can stand up and tell nobody what the Lord had done for me. Yeah, but God done it for you. You got to tell it so that his, uh, others will, will come and, and learn to depend on God and come to understand that if he did it for you, he'll do it for them as well. Amen. See, testimonies are very important. Amen. Uh, as we go about, it helps us to be good witnesses. 
Amen. Anybody that's been a good witness for the Lord today, anybody talk to anybody about God today, amen, we got to talk about this God that we serve. Talk about not sometimes, but all the time. Amen. We serve a mighty, mighty, mighty good God, and he's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can think and imagine. Amen. All we got to do is trust in him, church. Amen. He said, honor the Lord with thy first fruits. Amen. Of thy substance. Amen. Uh, fresh fruits. Fresh fruits. I mean, you know, and, and it says that if we do it, then he'll give it increase. Amen. Hallelujah. What a blessing. He'll give it increase, but we've got to learn to trust him, church. We've got to trust him. Not with some things, but we've got to trust him with all that we have. Trust him with our lives. Amen, because he is our life. He's our laying down. He's our bitten up every, every, every day. Amen. I learned to trust him. Amen. I learned that he can work out the things that I can't work out. I learned that if I lean and depend on him, amen, he'll bring me out. He'll bless me. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, have, have you learned to lean on him yet? Have you uh, leaned on him for your blessings? Amen. Uh, when we lean on him for our blessings, uh, I tell you, he'll really bring it through for us. He'll direct our path right at the split moment. That's the way we the God that we said. See, it was a long time ago, you know, the Israelites were trapped down at the race. See, amen, and, and, and seeking to drown if they went across, amen. But God stepped in and he parted the sea, amen. The Israelites crossed over on the other side along with Moses, amen. And, and when, when the enemies came, amen, the Bible says that the water began to pile back, amen, began to roll on, on, amen, and they began to drown at the Red Sea. Amen. I mean, that's the kind of God that we serve. He's able to do exceedingly abundantly, but all we think it matters. Uh, not only that, but they said that they went to a wedding one day. Amen. And, and, and they stood in the need of some wine, a blessing of some wine. And it said that our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, he turned that water into wine. I mean, if he can turn water into wine, what can he do for you and I? How can he help us? How can he bless us? Amen. All we got to do is just stand up and trust it. Amen. It goes on to even say that not only did it do that, but it said that one had died, amen, and had been dead for uh, a period of time, much as two to three days, amen. And it said that when Jesus came on the scene, Mary and Martha, uh, as they called upon him, when Jesus came on the scene, he called, amen, their brother Lazarus back to life, amen. The Bible said that Lazarus, he rose up, amen, and he had on his grave clothes. God said to take off the grave clothes, Jesus told him, and give him something to eat, amen. I mean, that's a mighty God that we said. If you stand in need of a blessing, that you're just leaning and depending on him, I truthfully tell you, he'll bring you out. Not only did, uh, did he do that, but there was a lame man, amen, that was lame, and they would carry him through the gate. Uh, a beautiful every day, and they were ten. Then he would beg for alms. But one day he met up with Peter and John. Hallelujah, Amen. And they told him, "Silver and gold we have none, but such as what we have, we'll give it to you in the name of Jesus." They told him to rise up and walk. And he began to rise up. The Bible said that his feet and ankle bones began to connect. And he began to rise up and he went leaping and jumping and praising God. Have you praised God in it today? I mean, you're in the need of a blessing. We got to learn how to praise him, church. We got to learn how to worship him. We worship him for who he is and he is God and God all alone. But we praise him for what great things that he does. And he does great and marvelous things in the life that he let us live. Amen. Hallelujah. The Bible goes on to tell us that early one Friday morning that they came in and they began to apprehend this man by the name of Jesus. 
It said that Peter put out his sword and he began to cut off one of them's ear. But as Jesus told him to put his sword away, Amen. And they came in and I'm I'm, I'm a, a, and the upper hand of Jesus, when the upper hand him, amen, they carried him over to Pilate's court. They 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 got an old purple robe and slapped it around his shoulders. The Bible goes on to tell us that they slapped him upside his head, and they even spit on him. Hallelujah. Amen. But it said that he never said a mumbling word. Amen. But they carried him up to a whipping post, and they give him 39 lashes of a cattle nine here. The Bible says that uh, they beat him unto none recognition, but, uh, but Jesus. Jesus, uh, they led him out to a cross one day, and he got under that the weight of that old cross, and he began to march it up on the hills of Calvary. Said it every now and then, bloody as a hug. Uh, he said that every now and then he would fall down under the weight of the sins of this old world of that cross, uh, but he would get back up under the weight of that cross. Uh, the Bible said that he carried that cross up on the hills of Calvary. When he got up there, he laid the cross down, uh, and then he laid his body down amongst the cross. He said that the Jews that came along and they spiked him down in his feet and down in his hands. They, they stretched him wide on that cross and they raised him up very, very high. The Bible said that he hung there from the sixth to the ninth hour while hanging there. One had the disaster to come down and press him in his side. He said that blood and water began to run down the streets of Jerusalem. But those that had been dead in Christ for a long time. They said old oh, saints, they began to get up and they began to walk the streets. Hallelujah. Uh, but then it didn't stop right there, but uh, it went on to say that he gave up the ghost and said that it's already finished now. The work of redemption is done. He gave up the ghost, amen, and said hallelujah. They, they put him down in a boy's tomb and laid down there on Friday night. Uh, put him down and he laid there all on Saturday somewhere. He went down in the pits of hell, huh? and he defeated Satan down there. The Bible says that early on that Thursday morning, huh, that our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ got up out of that grave, huh? and when he got up, he got up with all power in his hands. Huh? I'm so glad today that he got up, because one day he got up in my soul. Huh? I was sinking deep in sin and looking not to rise no more, huh? but I met up with Jesus Christ, and he changed my life one day, hey? And I haven't been the same, amen. I heard him one day come in the house and he asked me a question, John, what in the world is you doing? And I began to dictate to him, telling him, God, my mama and my daddy didn't raise me like this, uh, but this is something that I decided to do on my own when I thought that I had became a man. Uh, but I got in touch with God, uh, and I learned how to serve the Lord, amen. And when I serve him, I serve him with gladness, not some days, but every day. Have you learned how to serve him? Have you learned how to lean on him? Have you, have you learned how to depend on him? Have you learned to acknowledge him in all of your blessings? I tell you, if you acknowledge God, he'll truly bring you out. I mean, if he brought out others, well, what more will he do for us, amen? I mean, we are his children, the sheep of his pastors. We learn to lean on on him, amen. If we learn to trust him in all that we do, if we acknowledge him in everything that we're about to say and do, I tell you, he'll answer our call. He'll answer our blessing. Oh, yes, he will. That's the type of God that we serve. And I'm so glad this afternoon that I can call his name Jesus, amen. And I can tell anybody, a lot of God, anybody, that Jesus, he is my Lord. He is my Savior, amen. And not only that, but I can tell him that God is 
the God of my salvation. Amen. You see, when we worship God, we worship him because he's the only living God. When we praise God, uh, we praise him because he brings out benefits. Amen. I tell you, if we learn to lean and depend on God, he'll bring us out. If you stand in the need of a blessing, just seek the Lord and, and, and trust in him with all your heart. Amen. And I tell you, and lean not to your own understanding. I tell you, he'll bring you out. He'll give you that blessing that you stand in need. Anybody stand in need of a blessing today? Stand in need of a blessing today. Just reach up and tell God thank you. You see, because when we tell him thank you, that means that we believe that the blessing is coming now. We believe that he's going to bless us. Amen. He's going to bring us out. Why? Because we already believe it. Because we told him thank you. You see, we have to be able to see the blessings. Amen. Before it even comes to pass. Anybody tried Jesus lately? Have you tried him lately? I tell you, when you stand in need of a blessing, try Jesus. He'll bring you up. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. You might be joining with us tonight, and you might not notice Jesus that we talk about. If you're with us tonight, uh, you can get to notice Jesus that we're talking about. You can get to know him very, very quickly and easy. The Bible says over in the book of Romans, chapter uh, 10, amen, starting at verse, uh, I like to start at verse 8, amen, because in verse 8, Oh, we find some great things at verse 8. It says, let me read it to you, amen. It says, but what says it? The word is nigh even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith, which we preach, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth and believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, amen, that shall be saved if they're just one that that's the new one that will throw up their hands and say, Lord, come into my heart and save me. One man, one woman, one boy or girl that is responsible enough to say, Lord, here am I. Come into my heart and save me. Amen. I tell you, we want to be saved because dying days is on this way one day. And when dying days come, amen, we want to hear him say, well done, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Amen. Uh, hallelujah. Amen. And say a word of prayer for you. Uh, before I leave you, our Father and our God, Lord, we thank you for uh, for your blessings, oh Lord. We thank you for intervening, Lord, oh Lord. But I pray, God, that those that are on this line that stand in need of a blessing this afternoon, dear God, Lord, as they trust you, oh Lord, and lean and depend on you, God, I pray that you will bring them through, dear God. Oh Lord, we ask it in Jesus' mighty name, dear God. That one that stands in the healing, we pray, God, that a Jehovah Rapha will heal him this afternoon. Him, her, uh, whatever, whichever. Amen. With those, amen, that stand in need of a financial blessing, oh Lord, we pray that you will bless them financially, oh Lord, uh, that they will give as you give unto them, oh Lord. Lord, as you do these things, we be so careful. Give your name the glory, honor, and all of the praise. Now to him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before his presence with his glory, with exceeded joy to the only wise God, our Savior, be glory, majesty, dominion, and power both now and forevermore. Let church amen. Let church say amen. Let church say amen. 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 Go in peace and sin no more.
God bless you. Truly, that was beautiful. Pastor Jones, we enjoyed that word from the Lord. God bless you again. You're listening to the Fivefold Ministry Broadcast. And we were so blessed to have our once-a-month speaker, Pastor Jones, and we just love to see what God has given him to give us. Let us listen to James Cleveland now as we go in intercession and prayer for the nation of Israel and that we just come in agreement that peace will be still. Amen. Amen.
say you will. And all you got to say, Lord of Israel and also the people of Gaza. Um, It's very sad that in the last days or the signs of the tribulation that the nation of Israel will be at war. It was prophesied that at the very end that nations are going to rise up against themselves, especially the nation of Israel. As you see on the news now that there are military that's fighting uh, each other and they attack those nations who want to have peace, like Ukraine and Kiev with Russia. Uh, we look at Taiwan, the Philippines with China, and now we see Israel uh, with Pakistan and also uh, Gaza. So it's very sad that here those nations who want to have peace are pulled into confrontation of the adversary. You know, this uh, have to be fulfilled. It was prophesied. These are the signs of the end time and the second coming of Christ. So I ask you to go into prayer to turn over your plate and to pray much for those people because truly we need peace to be still in that country. Also, that now we have other nations such as United States and those who are going to send aid uh, to help those small nations that are suffering and that those nations uh, that's under attack. But we know that God can do anything but fail. Prophecy has to be fulfilled. But then he promised us that he would never leave us nor forsake us. It's so very important that we keep our eyes open to read our word and to fast because we know that those uh, political leaders, that they said they're going to rise up and to be the Antichrist or to deceive us so that we believe that someone besides God, the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, and that Jesus redemptive blood on Calvary, that there's one who's going to push himself up as a great redeemer, a savior, someone that caused peace in the Middle East. Beloved, keep your eyes open. There's no one but Jesus, that Holy Spirit and the creator himself that is our God that God have used different ones as leaders. 
but you cannot put yourself up that you divinely favored among all the people of God that he have created and that you're that chosen one that's going to bring peace all over the world. Only Jesus can do that. So do not be fooled, but read your scriptures, especially in Revelations, and always. we got to encourage those mothers, those persons now, 200,000 people are forced to go to the south to avoid those bombs with no food, no medical aid or nothing. They didn't bring it on themselves like the nation of Ukraine and Kiev, but this uh, they were under attack because it had to be fulfilled the prophecy and the word that's in the Bible. So let us listen to the caravans at this time as we weep for those who are at the mercy seat of those political leaders that the only motive is money and oil, land and dictatorship, God forbid. God bless you tonight. You're listening to the Fivefold Ministry Broadcast. I'm your host, Apostle Margie Mercer. Amen.
mothers and children have to uh, weep at the hands of evil people. It's very, very sad that you see others who are going through. You know, there's so much jealousy that's out here. There's uh, so much control and manipulation. You see others who like to bully and who like to persecute those who are trying to mind their business and who are trying to live for the Lord, God forbid. You know, the adversary, I once heard, and I understand better now, when the adversary have those persons who want to do evil for evil, they do not suffer as the Christians of God who are trying to live according to the gospel, to live uh, that they can exhort, edify, and encourage one another, and to follow the rules of the commandment of God. The nation of Israel have always been a religious nation and state, and people from all over the world for a thousand uh, years have come to that particular nation to know that this is a God-dwelling place, that this is where um, the tabernacle and everything that God has erected for people to be an example to the world. Oh, hallelujah. It is so very sad that you see those that just who call themselves saved or call themselves Christians, but yet they evil, they don't speak, they have malice, they undermine, they plot, they secretly uh, plan and destroy those who are trying to be about a good work for God, God forbid. I want to encourage you tonight, as you look at the news and you see that the beast is rising up, you're going to see some Christians as well who are also in that limelight of following the adversary, God forbid. How can you call yourself a Christian when you badmouth your brother? How can you call yourself a Christian when you plot, undermine, try to lame and to hurt even the body of Christ? You know, I was talking to a friend of mine, and she told me, that we even have leaders who are bashing leaders and and calling them out and talking about the ministry and what they're doing that's not good. Can you imagine the souls who believe in that pastor or that ministry who have tied into that very arena to give, to build up that uh, fellowship, to go all over the world, and then you have someone that's jealous and hateful who have not paid the price of work 30, 40, or 50 years into ministry and rising up on the scene, bad-mouthing and bashing and saying, this is of God, this is not, this is a prophet, this is not. Who are you to judge and condemn God's people? I come to tell you tonight that God can do anything but fail and that God will move mountains that's in our way. we got to believe it. We have to trust God at his word, and let us listen to Inez Andrews at this time, that we know that our God is here for us and that God surely won't fail us. God bless you again as we pray and intercede and just go into worship as the nation of Israel as we intervene for them. Amen, amen.
songwriter says that, Lord, you don't have to move the mountain. Give me the strength to climb, truly, that we need to climb above the ignorance of people, the downtroddenness, the evil of man himself. How can you say that you love God, but then you hate your brother? You're jealous of his accomplishments. You uh, have a problem that they're trying to work and succeed. I have never seen so many people who try to be into competition. What price have you paid to say that Jesus was the best thing for me? What price have you paid that those uh, mothers who have toiled and, and prayed and went all the way through slavery, and as we see others all over the world from Jews to Gentiles to the black population, that they had to pay the price. But then you look at genocide in your own race, that you see men are bashing women and you see uh, women are bashing daughters, daughters are bashing brothers. It's sad in your own race when you try to hurt, lame, or maim, or undermine those that's in your own culture because you have a problem that they're working or you have a problem that they're in the fields or that they're going to school or they're trying to do the best that they can. We had a situation here in the United States at Baltimore, Maryland, with Morgan State University that students who are matriculating, who are trying to accomplish uh, college credits and graduate, that you have those uh, persons who are not doing the same, that if they can't uh, do things to pull the students down, that they try to hurt them or shoot up the campus, which costs millions of dollars. 
at a celebration of homecoming for those who have graduated, for those who have accomplished those degrees, all the monies that were spent, all the loans for the education that they could not even celebrate their accomplishment because you had those demons that's jealous that want to undermine that particular race. And this is a historical black college. So truly it was at a disadvantage that it's on the news all over the world. Like, there you go, look at that group of culture of people that they don't know how to love, that they hurt their own environment. You know, and that's true. I remember seeing news one time in other states that when the riots happen, that they are quick to burn up their stores, their supermarket, their cleaners, and even now destroy their colleges in their own community with their own culture. God forbid. People, we need to wake up. What is wrong with our nationality? What is wrong that we have come a long way? as blacks in America, not African black. I'm talking about blacks in America who have slaved uh, in the southern states, who have come up through the northern states, who have built up this America. And yet when we try to arise, we got those who would tear down even those elect by God. If they badmouth the preacher, they talk about you as a human being, and then they try to control, manipulate, and bash you as a woman, a man of God, God forbid. You got to know that only Jesus is your focus and that Jesus should be that death, burial, and resurrection, that he left the rules for us to follow so that we could be the best human beings we can be. When, you, when your mind is enlightened, your focus is on your family, your focus is on your health, your focus on doing right with God, your focus on following the commandments, and also trying to produce and encourage the community that you're in to say, what difference have I made? Have I encouraged those to go to college or school? Have I encouraged them to get a job? Have I set an example for the young men to treat their mothers with respect or even those single men to see how do you treat a man or woman of God? How do you treat those as though that you want to be treated? When you are in the right frame of mind with the right eyesight, and I will go over a little bit tonight, you got to know that Jesus is the best thing that has ever happened to you to make you the type of human being that you are and give you the opportunity through that redemptive blood and the gift of the Holy Spirit to be all that you can be. Don't let no one, beloved, destroy your community, your faith, your family, your relationship with God, you should not get so caught up in flesh or lust or anything that's going to keep you from the worship, the praise, and the focus of being the best human being that you can be for God. You know why? Because we're at the last days. You know why? Because Israel is at war. This is a sign of the tribulation. This is a sign of the coming of Christ that you need to get it together. Amen. So let us speak in love, encouragement, and to lift someone up. Get rid of them grudges. Get rid of that hatefulness. Get rid of that anger and backbiting. You know, I heard some person tell me one time that that I tried to be a goody two-shoe. No, that's not it. I'm trying to be a child of God and follow the commandments because I want to make it in. I don't want to go to the lake of fire that I want to go to that holies of holies where I can hear the instruments play all day long and to just cry out, 
Hosanna, that they're just crying out, just praising God. That's where I want to go. So it's not about trying to say I'm better than you, but be the best that you can be. Keep your eyes off the person and keep your mind on Jesus. Amen? Amen. And I think if those nations around the world would follow that rule, don't worry about what I got in my house, in my backyard, what car I'm driving, what job that I have, or what are my economics. Worry about yourself so that you can be the best that you can be. Amen? Amen. So, again, I just want to encourage you as we try to uh, do the best that we can, as we try to uh, know the right from wrong, that just know one thing, that Jesus is the best thing. Amen? Amen. And, again, let us pray for the nation of Israel because truly they need our prayers. Amen. God bless you again. You're listening to the Fivefold Ministry broadcast. You can hear us Monday through Fridays from 7 o'clock to 8 o'clock p.m. There are times that we might have a little difficulty uh, coming in because we're on the East Coast here in the United States with storms and uh, with, uh, you know, tornadoes. But do be patient with us and call back when you can, especially on Sundays from 8.30 a.m. to 10 o'clock to hear that word and let us praise God together. Amen. Amen.
With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 